Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. My name is Amber Camille Ligon, and you are listening to episode number 82 of Amber on Podcast, the podcast about doing more good for more people. Thank you so much for joining me. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. Every Thursday, I release a new episode that is all about doing more good, and I would love to have you join me. This week, we are talking about your health, the health of your body and mind, and food as medicine. This is something I am still very much working on. I am working on my health in a few different ways. Once I went alcohol-free, I was pumped. I was truly amazed that I could make such a big life change. So I wondered, what else could I do? And I just started making changes from there. I feel stronger and have more clarity now than ever before. But I didn't start out like this. I have come a very long way. I was a chubby kid. I weighed 200 pounds in high school at 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. And I used food to deal with my emotions and comfort myself. I grew up on pizza and Pop-Tarts and Hamburger Helper and fish sticks and no one thought any different around me. That's just, you know, what all the kids ate. Um, the trouble is that I kept eating it, and then I struggled with my weight for my entire life and never understood why I wasn't naturally thin like my friends who could easily put away a plate of pasta and cheesecake and still look ripped while I look like a swollen marshmallow, and I couldn't poop for four days. I had major gut and digestion issues that kept me from moving anything out of my body for days on end. It was absolute torture. Until about two years ago, I never knew what my body was going to do. It was, it was like a runaway train that I could never predict. After years of dieting and a short, tiny stint with bulimia, I determined that the best approach was to just eat as little as possible. This was easy for a few years, easier, because I was also taking Adderall, which suppressed my appetite a great deal. So I would eat like a bird, eat as little as possible, and constantly deprive myself, and fingers crossed, hope for the best. Once I stopped taking Adderall, however, it was a totally different ballgame. I could not control my eating, and it was not long before I was nearly 200 pounds again. This concerned me. I didn't want, I do not want to be fat again. I didn't feel good when I was that big. My confidence was really low, and I didn't like how my clothes fit, and I was bullied as a kid for being overweight, and it's something I just... I've been running from this for my whole life. I don't want to do that. You know, I want to be a fit person. And at this point, I knew with this in mind that it was time to get a grip and start taking care of my body the right way. 
instead of just relying on Adderall and starving myself. I've also done paleo, low carb. I've done Weight Watchers, the cabbage soup diet, and the master cleanse. I've tried to get a grip on my body for my whole life and never felt like I understood what the hell was happening until now. Now, because I'm able and ready to hear it, but also the research and science that has been developed over the past 10 years has completely changed the way we look at our body and our mind, plus the access to information. I have access to more trainers and nutrition experts than I could meet in a lifetime because of the internet. I say all this to you because I feel better than I ever have in my entire life. I'm not perfect. I still have so much I want to do to build my body and my strength and be healthy. The point is what we put into our body becomes our body, right? And impacts our brain and how we think. And there are certain foods that are well-known toxins that should be avoided at all costs. Today, I'm going to share these foods with you so if you are ready to get a grip on your health, you can make sure to avoid these too. I am not a doctor, but I do know what's good for you, and I have my experience to help guide along the way. So, let's get started, and let's start the show. Before we dive into any details, we first have to understand some basic fundamentals, some ground rules to help lay the foundation for our health and well-being, which is why today I'm sharing with you the top five most toxic foods for your body, given all the research and correlation to disease and brain deterioration. These are the top five foods that we should avoid at all costs. The foods that are such poor quality that they actually deteriorate your body instead of adding any nutrients or energy. How do we know these are the top five worst foods? Our friend Liana Werner Gray did the research for us. Liana is a holistic and natural health advocate who healed herself of cancer through embracing a natural lifestyle. Today, Liana lectures and teaches about the Earth Diet internationally and has a new book called Cancer-Free with Food. I discovered Liana on the Quick Brain podcast hosted by our friend Jim Quick, and I had to share her wisdom with you guys. I've heard of many people curing themselves of cancer or staying in remission by using food alone. Food is medicine, but it can also be toxins. Which is what motivated Liana to research the top most toxic foods in our diets today. These are the five foods that make your brain and body sick. Liana says these are low-quality foods that don't deserve a place in your life. Liana did a lot of research to find the foods that have the most proven negative impacts on the body short-term and long-term. Number one, most toxic food from all the studies and research. This food also causes dementia, Alzheimer's, cancer, disease, migraines, depression, anxiety. It's refined white sugar. This includes brown sugar and corn syrup. Did you know 
Brown sugar. Brown sugar is actually natural cane sugar, which is already brown, that's cooked down to make it white. So they remove any of the good nutrients and then they make it white and then they go back and they add molasses to make it brown again. Strange, huh? Our bodies can't break this sugar down. Refined sugar causes major problems with our mood and anxiety and stress levels. So how can you eat sweets that are natural and will provide you with nutrition at the same time? You use honey as a sweetener, organic natural honey. You eat uh, eat sweet fruits. You eat dates, organic dates. I love dates so much. I like to split my dates in half and put an almond or two inside and then pretend it's a Fig Newton cookie. It tastes amazing. Try it. You can also use stevia as a sweetener. Just stay away from the refined sugar. Or if you know you are eating it, it is straight toxic. Just be aware and that will help you get in tune with your body and see the effects of what you're eating. Number two on the list are food additives. Items like artificial sweeteners and aspartame. They are in a lot of foods to give them a longer shelf life. Aspartame can be made cheaply in a lab versus getting quality honey, so aspartame is used a lot to keep costs down and profits high. Number three is soda. No, not soda. I love soda. But soda either has white sugar or corn syrup or aspartame. Liana says that this basically turns your blood into thick glucose and makes you sluggish and get headaches, migraines, depression, anxiety, and causes cancer. Instead, you can find a soda that you love that's organic. Cane sugar is better than white sugar. Uh, You can also try kombucha, which is also good for the gut. It's an acquired taste kombucha, I believe, so, you know, test around until you find one. I didn't like kombucha for a long time, and then eventually I got, I think I just found one I liked, and now I'm obsessed. So also, I love stevia soda, which comes in all the yummy classic flavors like cream soda and ginger ale and Dr. Pepper. Find an alternative instead of drinking soda, and your body will thank you. After you spend some time off soda and not drinking it, you will notice a difference when you do drink it. For me... It's like this coating of syrup that I feel in my throat when I drink soda now. It's almost like it's mixed with an oil, like a light oil or something. I try my best to avoid it, although I do slip up and have a Coke Zero every once in a while. I like Coke Zero. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still trying to kick my habits. This one wasn't easy. None of these are easy um, (laughs) to give up for good. We just take baby steps, a little less here, a little less there, until we are comfortable giving it up for good. No one is perfect, dear listeners, so don't think you have to go out and throw away your entire pantry. Just make small changes that are manageable so it's not too overwhelming. Number four are foods from cans or plastics lined with BPA. This may seem like common knowledge now because we see signs everywhere that say BPA-free, but that's because it's caused so many health problems. It's also Really dangerous to leave like plastic water bottles exposed in the sun. This leaches the plastic from the bottle, pulls it into your water. They don't leave your water bottle baking in the sun in your car and then take a sip. You're basically drinking the toxins from the plastic that has now leached into the water. BPA is linked to a lot of prostate cancer and breast cancer. 
I'm not sure everyone in the world knows that, but we should, right? It should be common knowledge. We, but we, ha- we all have to share this information so everyone knows that we can protect and we can protect more people from ingesting toxins into their bodies. It should be common knowledge. There should be a PSA or an ad that runs during the Super Bowl, but there isn't yet. We have to rely on each other to share this information and protect our bodies and our minds from these toxins. It's up to us, dear listeners. Number five, and my most beloved toxin, is conventional white flour. This is found in cookies, cakes, muffins, bagels, breads, all the yummy stuff. It is far better to have sprouted or organic because conventional flour has been sprayed with a lot of pesticides. And anything sprayed with pesticides is linked to causing cancer. I have eaten dozens of Oreos and nutter butter bars and pop tarts and cereal enough to cover the entire state of texas this is the one toxin that i really struggled to eliminate but found the most benefit from today when i decide to have a cheat meal and i eat a cake or cookies or bread all of the above my body feels like it is shutting down and i want more instantly like insatiable craving my mind my body think it's nap time though and my energy is zapped and my hope is lost i feel so lazy when i eat this stuff all i can do is nap or complain there are great replacements out there so do not fret almond flour organic sprouted breads and bagels most of these can be found in your local grocery store it just means you shouldn't eat the entire box of double stuffed oreos because they're toxic and we love our bodies and we want to live a very long time so we can do more good for more people Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode helped guide you on your journey and gave you the tools you need to do more good for your body. You deserve to feel good and be healthy, and so does your family and your loved ones. If you know someone who is struggling to get healthy, share this episode with them. It's up to us to share this important knowledge so more lives can be saved and more people can feel good. Now you know the top five toxic foods to avoid and healthy and nutritious alternatives you can add in and what to do if you are ready to avoid these toxins for good. I also recommend reading Max Lugavere's book, Genius Foods. I'll link it in the show notes. If you are ready to dive deep into your health and get a good understanding of food and what it does to your body, his book will give you a great foundation for you to build on. And I cannot recommend it enough for how much it has helped me on my journey. For all the show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates from me, visit mytalkingdollars.com. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you.